Welcome to the Spirited Advocate Podcast, brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, the leading voice for the distilled spirits industry. Now your host, Chris Wonger. Hey, Spirited Advocate Podcasters. Thanks for joining us today. And we got a real treat. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to introduce Nick Bazell, uh, the founder and the CEO of the Spirits Network. Uh, Nick is a great friend to the Distilled Spirits Council. Uh, Spirits Network's a partner member. And uh, the first time I met Nick, uh, just the energy, the creativity, and the passion he has for this great industry, uh, I mean, there is no, no substitute. So with that, Nick, thank you for joining us. Uh, Glad to have you here. And we really, really appreciate your time. Uh, Thank you. you Tell us a little bit about Spirits Network and and how you got here and just uh, give us some of that passion that I've seen uh, day to day since you and I have gotten to know each other. Well, thank you, Chris, for having me. You're making me blush with all these kind things that you said. Uh, I appreciate you, too. And and thank you to Discus and you and your team for all the hard work you guys do. I know that uh, the last several months have been really challenging and I've had a pleasure of being a member of Discus and meeting the other members and, uh, you know, just want to give a big shout out to everybody with uh, the best wishes through these challenging times, but uh, very happy to be here. Uh, Spirits Network, as you mentioned, it's an exciting platform. It is the world's first shoppable entertainment network that is streaming on devices like Apple TV, uh, Apple iOS app, and Android. You can go to spiritsnetwork.com and become a member for free. We enable consumers to watch premium video all about the world of spirits, telling all the great stories about the world of spirits, and instantly purchase what they see right from their screen. So if you're on a big screen TV like uh, Apple TV, you can go ahead and use your remote to click and buy. If you're on a mobile device, you can go ahead and just use your finger. Uh, But the great part is, is that we offer delivery uh, in most cases in major cities, same day in 50 cities throughout the U.S., We're in 30 states as it relates to the ability to ship spirits. Uh, We are three-tier compliant. Uh, We work with a network of retailers in order to fulfill our orders. Uh, But what we're most excited about is the ability to tell the stories of spirits. Almost what Food Network did for the culinary industry, we're doing for the spirits industry. And what we're excited about is that there is so many great stories to tell. And we're working with some really great partners, a lot of members of Discus or clients. Uh, We offer our customers, which is the end user, the end consumer, the ability to watch and shop for free. And then we also have a bottle of the month club where you can sign up, whether it's uh, American whiskey or it's scotch or it's tequila, and you can actually have a hand-picked bottle delivered to your home every month. And we offer that at two levels, a, a premium and an ultra premium level. And we also give you some surprises and delights along the way, like uh, Great Spirits Network glassware, bar mixing tools, books. In some cases, we even send bonus bottles uh, of things that we want our members to try. Tell us how the Spirits Network idea come to you, because it's it's awesome because uh, through the video network, you can you can really visit a distillery and understand the essence of that brand and the history of it, the culture of the distillery, and the essence of the brand. Could you just tell us how the idea came to you? Thank you. Yes, Uh, I would be happy to. Yeah, I'd be happy to tell you how we started Spirits Network. It it, it almost dates back three, four years ago. 
Um, my career has been in the entertainment business. I'm the founder and CEO of our parent company, NBTV Studios, uh, which essentially is a content marketing and a content production company. We work with Fortune 500 brands like Marriott, Walmart, Coca-Cola, NBC Universal. Uh, I happen to have been part of the NBC Universal team that, that founded Hulu uh, earlier in my career. And I've always been an excited about the world of streaming direct-to-consumer digital media. And for the last 15 years, working with big brands and telling stories, you know, I don't think it's a big secret that a lot of consumers are ignoring commercials. And with streaming entertainment like Netflix and and uh, Disney Plus and others, you know, becoming uh, a storyteller for brands, I think is the most important mission that any brand, regardless of what you're selling, uh, is and should be. But also, if consumers are not in the usual places where you would bring a commercial or an ad to them, then how do you reach them? So for us, it was about creating that story-driven campaign around, tell me, entertain me, don't sell, but entertain first and then sell second, but give them a direct path to purchase. And so we could have picked any category. Uh, my good friend and one of my partners, uh, Flavian Desiblin, happens to be uh, the, the proprietor of the world-famous Brandy Library in Tribeca, which is a great bar and uh, is somebody that uh, is, is incredibly knowledgeable about the spirits world. He's a keeper of the quay. He's been a judge of many competitions. And so I was a customer and I was the new whiskey drinker. Um, and I really wanted to try new whiskey and explore new whiskey. And so where did you go? But uh, none other than the Brandy Library. So I would go to the Brandy Library after work and uh, listen to all these CMOs and, and CEOs tell me that if we could find a way to tell a story and sell something uh, at the same time on every channel, every device, it would be amazing. So I looked around the Brandy Library and I said, what if we virtualize this place? I mean, not everybody has that advantage, especially if you're in a rural area, right? Uh, I know you in DC have uh, some really great whiskey bars to go to. And the other part is that the staff is so knowledgeable, so you can tell them what you like, what you don't like, and then they can help steer you. So that was really where it was created. It was kind of like bringing that virtual world uh, of a, being in a very big whiskey bar to anyone, but then also being able to tell brand stories and being able to sell the product direct to consumer. And so that was where the idea really hatched. And then over the course of three years, we worked together with a variety of folks, including um, you know, Discus members and, and others to come up with that right launch strategy and, and come up with that go-to-market strategy. And we launched in September of uh, 2019. Fascinating. And, uh, you know, one of the, one of the things I recall uh, recently, uh, you told a great story about a great tequila, uh, visited uh, that distillery uh, down in Mexico, uh, did a tasting and paired it with a great dinner. And then, you know, uh, you know, the ideal opportunity is that consumer is going to hit buy and uh, take on that great product and have that experience in their own home. And you mentioned uh, the platform is all within the three tier system, is, which is great. So do you work with the distributors and the retailers across uh, the national uh, channel uh, to make sure that the consumer gets the product delivered to their doorstep? We do. So we work mostly with the retailers. Uh, we are essentially very similar to the other delivery services that are out there. We have also partnered with um, folks like Mini Bar and Reserve Bar and BevMax and, and others. 
And what we're excited about is we've been able to use technology, and that's a very big part of our offering, is that not only do we have the technology to be able to, you know, separate orders and identify where products are and where they're best served to the customer, but we also have the ability to do both same-day delivery and drop ship, depending on what you're ordering. Um, And then we are working with, uh, because we are not a license holder and we don't manufacture the product, uh, we're also able to work with the brands on the marketing side, and we're able to work with them in a way where we can leverage the marketing dollars to tell their stories and then direct those orders to retailers in each market uh, to get it to the consumer. And what's exciting about uh, this space, I think, is, you know, given the the continuation of the, you know, call it the the migration of customers to e-commerce, which was happening before COVID-19. And then obviously COVID-19 accelerated that. And we've seen, you know, 10 years of innovation in, in six months. Uh, but consumer awareness has changed, right? Consumer behavior has changed. And so now consumers were maybe not aware before that they could buy alcohol or spirits or, or other things online, um, but now they can. And so what's great is that we've seen a huge increase in demand. Uh, one of the challenges we're faced with, which is, I think, an industry-wide challenge, is the, the ability to get products to certain markets and to get products delivered to consumers in a reasonable time frame, I think the entire system uh, is in need of, of, of innovation as it relates to that fulfillment side of things, because yeah. we don't like to tell anybody no. You know, we like to give everybody a yes when they're trying to buy something. Uh, but depending on what state you're in, what market you're in, what time of day, what it is, uh, there's a lot of variables there. Sure. And certainly, like you said, just in the last six months, the market has changed so so dramatically, and obviously, we can't we can we cannot make light of the pandemic and the challenges associated with the pandemic on many many people's lives and so forth. But I mean, to some degree, uh, you know, uh, look, there's uh, there's sometimes blessings in disguise. I mean, the the pandemic certainly. Uh, created a unique opportunity for Spirits Network to step in and really create a platform that has never existed within our industry, right? Particularly with the story building uh, aspect of it, right? Uh, Spirits Network is the only platform that provides this, this storytelling platform, right? That's right. And one of the things that we're, uh, we were definitely ahead of the curve on was, you know, having kind of conceived this idea almost three years ago and then launching it a year ago, you know, we were looking at this world as a new frontier. You know, as you know, a lot of the big box partners, uh, whether it be an Amazon or a Walmart or others, are, are having a hard time addressing this market for obvious reasons between regulatory and logistics. But we felt that we could fill that void and we could create an entertainment platform that did that, that told that story, but also that enabled people to purchase. A lot of consumers that we talk to, and when you look at our network, they're really high, high-end enthusiasts, but they're also people that are new to the category. We, we actually are trending almost 55% female in terms of our audience. We have a lot of people uh, that are excited about learning about bourbon or about single malt and are looking for a trusted resource to do that. But more importantly, uh, we're the only platform that you can tell your story and sell your product. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of great options out there now. Uh, There are other partners of ours that are more of a marketplace 
that allow you to basically kind of shop in, a, in an experience like an Amazon or or an online e-commerce experience. But there's no storytelling to that. You're just one bottle and on a shelf, so to speak. A lot of what you would do at the local, you know, liquor store when you would ask the proprietor, what do you think I should try tonight? Or what I'm really into this particular flavor profile, what would you recommend? Especially now because consumers are at home, they don't have that option. So what we've done is really filled that void with getting new products and existing products, get getting those stories in front of consumers and then giving purchase ability to that instantly. Um, and while, you know, there's a lot more work to do, we've definitely, you know, become the tip of the spear, so to speak, as it relates to this. And of course, we're domestic US, but we do have uh, aggressive expansion plans into Europe that will start into next year as well. Very exciting. Uh, okay, it's the holiday. It's the holiday season. So a perfect gift opportunity. Uh, could uh, a potential interested consumer get a subscription to the Spirits Network? Uh, and really, they're off and running, right? That's right. What's great about this, and it's funny because we tested it in the New York market. We're based in New York City, uh, and we, we tested it in the New York market when we first launched. This bottle of the month concept, you know, we offer it at the enthusiast level, which is $100 a month. And then we offer at the connoisseur level, which is 150 a month. And even the most skeptical consumers were concerned with, are they going to get the same value that they're paying every month? Or, you know, how do they know what it is? Because we're not allowing you to select it. It's more about a surprise and delight kind of handpicked experience. Sure. Not only have we had, you know, I would say out of the entire membership base, our cancellation rate is like 2%. But we also have people that are asking us to add more layers of customization to it. They want to be able to do more in the in a category and be able to switch it up. You know, maybe they want tequila for the summertime and then they want, you know, whiskey and bourbon in, in the wintertime. But the idea, the idea here is that you have a way to explore and try. And, you know, we have not received any negative feedback from anyone on any bottle we've delivered that says, I really hated this, this is terrible. Part of what we do is when you become a member of Spirits Network, we have a flavor profile that you can fill out. You tell us about what you like. You know, yeah. you say, I like vanilla. I, I like, you know, peated or I like non-peated. And based on that, we make a selection for you. And what's great for our brand partners is it's a real opportunity to get new product in front of people. You know, we've we've had tequila drinkers that we've sent, uh, you know, bourbon to that love it and, and are now bourbon drinkers. And we've done the opposite of that. And from a membership standpoint, it's a great gift because it comes every month automatically. It's fun. People look forward to it. Uh, I've had friends and family of mine that have texted me when maybe there'd be a delay or two on the bottle delivery. Where is it? Where is it? I look forward to it. Where's my bottle? You know, and and obviously they 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 happen to be friends with the CEO, so I become customer service. No and doubt. I say, you know, your call is important to us, and we're working on it. Uh, and so the idea is that it's a fun way to really open up a category. It's a fun way to build your own bar. You know, if you're looking to build a collection. Uh, even if you don't consume that much of it, it's really great. You know, in 12 months, you get 12 different bottles. Um, and so we also add that surprise and delight element. So every quarter, our, our membership gets something they're not expecting. Uh, we did a grill kit for the summer that was really fun. We did some decanters. We, we've done a bunch of glassware. Uh, and we've got some really big surprises coming into next year with some partners of ours. Uh, and, and people really enjoy the value. So every month, you're getting something greater than or equal to uh, your monthly membership. I would imagine the consumer insights that are generated for the brands are just phenomenal. 
right? Uh, Huge. Huge. 360 profile. I mean, we know, obviously, it's anonymous. You know, we don't share customer data, but it's all first party data to us. We do share it in terms of of an analytics experience. And we're working on an analytics dashboard that will allow members and, and, uh, you know, to continue to, to get insight into what to try. We have a whole recommendation engine. Uh, that allows people that have purchased two or three products, very similar to music. If you've listened to two or three songs, what else you might like? We've done that with Spirit. So if you're buying things in a certain category, we're going to introduce something new to you. We also do that with content. So imagine be- being able to blend you know, video content and product purchase together in a way where we can make a recommendation to a customer who might not have tried that product. And then for the brand partners, they get insight into what people are watching, what they're buying, how frequently they're buying it. We have a wish list so that you can put things in your, your cart, so to speak, and buy them later. And then we also have a locker, which is basically like your go-to, your history of the stuff you love. And so we can tell brand partners, you know, there's a customer one, two, three, you know, that's in Boston that loves single malt, puts a lot of it in, its, in, in their wish list, but hasn't purchased that. Why? Right? Why is that the case? Maybe yeah. it's availability. And that becomes often a lot of what the issues are. Uh, and then in other cases, it's maybe it's too expensive or maybe they're willing to try it, but they don't know if they're going to you know, make the leap because it's over $100 a bottle or something like that. So we can retarget them. We can send them an email. We can send them an offer. We can ask them to watch a show about the product and say, maybe if you learned a little bit more, you might be willing to purchase it. And so the data we're collecting is tremendous and it's really 360. And I think when you look at the ecosystem, you know, because it's first party, you know, we have age verification, we have credit card data, we have billing and shipping, we know their preferences, we know what they're what they're buying more frequently. And so I think as it evolves, and you know, we're, we're still fairly young as it relates to a yeah. business, uh, the data is only going to get richer, and the membership is only going to get bigger. And we're going to have continued opportunities to present brand partners and even customers with new things to try, new places to go, and new experiences to have. And and hopefully once we get back into live events, and this was something that we were doing quite a bit of pre-COVID, was bringing that together in a community. I mean, we really are community building here. You know, we have, you know, avid bourbon fans. We have avid single malt fans. We have people that are looking at our, our social channels on Facebook and YouTube as a place to talk about what they like and what they don't like and have spirited debates on how much something should be sold for or how valuable something is. And so it's really been fun for us to watch this come to life. Um, and it's really starting to take a life of its own. So if you go on the Spirits Network platform and you're interested in Irish whiskey or uh, single malt scotch or what have you, you can shop uh, to your heart's delight, uh, but also with participating brands, you can learn about the brand story, or you can visit the distillery, or you can talk about uh, uh, directionally where the brand is going, or talk to the master distiller, right? That's right. You can you can actually feel and see the product virtually by, by being in our store. As you can see behind me, this is our kind of homepage. Uh, above me, there's a bunch of content. We have original series. We have over 20 original series. We have shows like Whiskey Wednesdays uh, that we do with our partners at Diageo, which is all about a virtual tasting experience. We ran that for over 20 weeks, and we have a special edition coming out for the holiday. Uh, we also have great shows like First Taste uh, that we did with our partners um, around the world of 
exploring a bottle for the first time and we brought in influencers and we brought in other folks. You've been doing tastings? And we've been doing virtual tastings. So part of the virtual tasting is something that really came out of all of this that was something that's growing rapidly. We're probably doing five to 10 of these a week. And they're essentially a Zoom environment where we're bringing people in, we're showing them a short video about the product, we're getting their product to them in advance, and then we have our experts, our curation team, um, that are leading them through a tasting. And so when you look at that programming aspect and that virtual experience, what's great is that a lot of people will have a virtual tasting and then they'll go back to the network and they'll watch a documentary about the brand or they'll watch a series uh, about the brand. And We've got some exciting things coming out. We're launching new programming every week. Uh, We do things that are live streamed and interactive like virtual tastings and Whiskey Wednesdays. But then we also have shows that are more produced uh, that are on location. And even though production um, has become a little bit more challenging given what's going on in the world, uh, we've still been able to produce things on location in Scotland and in Kentucky and in other key markets uh, and other key places uh, to bring these stories to life. Because now more than ever, People are looking for ways to escape what's going on. They're looking for outlets to watch new programming. I think everybody's watched as as much Netflix and as much Hulu as you could imagine. Um, and until there's a whole slew of new content, uh, we we're, we we really are at a special moment in time. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity, I think, to build and and own a relationship direct to consumer in a way that can really help build brand loyalty and also give the consumer a path to purchase. And Nick, with the market, the premiumization of the marketplace, I mean, that has really been a complimentary, you know, asset. And uh, you mentioned uh, how women have really gravitated to bourbon, uh, for instance. I mean, do you see a lot of female participants with the Spirits Network? We do. And we, we're, we're fortunate enough to have partnerships with uh, a variety of women-oriented groups around spirits, um, you know, Black Bourbon Society with Samara Rivers and and Bourbon Women with Peggy No Stevens, uh, and that obviously has a huge Giant. impact. Yeah, uh, which big fan of Peggy, big fan of Samara, um, and we have programming with them on it as well. We have uh, a Women's Whiskey Revolution, which we have a great episode that features Peggy. Uh, we did a series. Um, with our partners at uh, Ardbeg around the world of grilling it. Uh, this this summer, we did a series with Samara where we did food and spirits pairing. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And so what's exciting is that we've engaged an audience and candidly, a lot of them are not even marketed to. A lot of women would be more willing to try and engage in you know, spirits if there was marketing that was geared towards their, you know, their tastes and their and their appetite for entertainment. So we've developed shows early on in the process that are female focused. And then we've also developed shows uh, that are more lifestyle based and that bring together that kind of food and music and culture experience, uh, especially in a time now where travel is challenging. Uh, we've got some great series that, as you mentioned, take us all the way to Mexico and to Scotland and to Louisville and other great places around the world that that are all about the world of spirits and how they come together and who makes them. And there's such incredible stories behind every bottle. Uh, we've just really scratched the surface. I think the last time I saw uh, our programming lineup, we had over 200 hours of original and licensed programming, and we're continuing to add new programming every week. 
And so as we build up this library, whether it's a cocktail recipe, you know, in one to two minutes, or it's a 20 minute mini documentary about the world of, you know, premium tequila, like we did with uh, uh, Tales from the Cask in the Spirit of Don Julio, we've always looked at this through that lens of really tell the best story, no matter how long it takes. If it's 20 minutes, it better be a really good story. And if it's two minutes, it's that's okay too. So we have a lot of flexibility. You know, we're not a traditional TV network. We're obviously 21 plus. So we have the ability to be a little bit more bold and daring than most traditional channels. And I think when brands get concerned about brand safety on places like, you know, YouTube and, and Facebook, even though those platforms offer a lot of scale, Spirits Network is, is the most brand safe environment you can be in because we control the whole experience. We've age verified everybody in that experience and we've given them an easy path to purchase. Absolutely. And just the brand storytelling opportunity uh, is right there in front of you, right? And then you can make an immediate, in the in the emotion of the moment, you can make an immediate choice, have that product delivered straight to your home. And, and Spirits Network has enjoyed uh, quite a bit of growth over the last six or seven months. I mean, to some degree as a result of the pandemic, right? Y'all have had up to almost 500% growth in a short yeah, amount we of have. time. We have. We've actually seen uh, the growth even exceed that number, and we're adding, you know, tens of thousands of new members every week uh, to the platform. Uh, one of the big changes we made was that we made the platform free during the pandemic. Originally, we had a $9.99 a month uh, content package, and we decided that it was in the best interest of our network and the growth of the network to just remove that price barrier. So now it's free to join. Uh, we also changed up how we were collecting the credit card data so that people could give us an email address and a password and at least become familiar with the network. Uh, just like Netflix and Hulu and all the other streaming networks that are out there, we are asking everyone to go to spiritsnetwork.com to sign up. And then once you've signed up, you can then go ahead and download the app uh, on the various platforms that you're using, whether that be Apple TV or, or Android or, or iOS. Uh, we are still seeing most of our audience using the platform on mobile. Um, it kind of goes mobile, desktop, and streaming device. Next year, we're going to be launching more devices. So Amazon Fire, Smart TVs, uh, Roku, and, and a bunch of others. And we also have a lot of exciting programming coming. And we're doing a lot about and a lot around the world of limited releases. Uh, we did some campaigns earlier uh, this year that were really successful around limited releases, you know, single malts or bourbons that are, you know, limited in release, but we have an allocation for Spirits Network members. And we have a lottery system in which you can go ahead and, and win the opportunity to purchase that bottle. And those have been huge for us, huge for us. I mean, uh, one campaign that we're, we're just wrapping is seen over 15,000 people sign up to, for the chance to win, you know, the lottery opportunity to buy one bottle. Uh, which is pretty incredible when you think wow. about it, right? Um, and so that is continuing to drive our <coughs> growth. And we're also going to be bringing in other elements of lifestyle into this as well. And we'll start to offer other things aside fashion, from spirits. Fashion maybe or? Fashion, glassware, Art. accessories, mixers, uh, mixing tools, um, even produce. Funny enough, you know, being able to buy lemons and limes and oranges and, and ice. Component. Uh, is important. We want to make it as convenient as we can. Uh, we want people to drink uh, better, not more. 
Uh, we obviously want them to drink responsibly and we continue to, to promote those messages in our programming. Uh, but we also really want people to feel like they're in a place that is curated and that they're not getting the kitchen sink of everything out there. They're getting kind of a handpicked selection uh, by experts that know more about the category than they, than they do maybe. And it can be really tailored to that consumer's likes and wishes and interests, right? That's right. Uh, it's about his, it's about that personalization. Up. I know the spirits industry is all about premiumization, which is great because we believe that's where it's heading to. But we're also about that personalization and we're about that fine touch. When you're a member, one of the offerings that we have is what we call a white glove service. And that essentially is driven by our curation team. So you can send our curation team an email and say, I'm really trying to procure a bottle of this, or I'm really trying to get an understanding of what the difference between this expression of the product is and that expression of the product is. And our curation team, one-on-one, it's not a chat bot, it's not technology, it's a human being on the other end that's answering these questions. Um, You can call us, you can email us, and we have found that to be an invaluable service, especially for the collectors or the people that are hunting for the rare and hard to find. Uh, it's become a really uh, a really big benefit to being a member of the Spirits Network. No doubt. So for all all who's listening, probably one of the best holiday gifts you can purchase this year is a subscription to www.spiritsnetwork.com, right? And I tell you what, uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving, right, Nick? That's it right. Keeps on giving. Right. That's You'll right. have a happy, happy customer uh, throughout the year. Is that right? That's right. And what's funny, too, is that um, because of that, what we've seen is people that when they were able, even in small gatherings, were to go to someone's house or were to have an event together, even prior to all of the shutdowns where they would go and say, where'd you get that bottle? That's a really I've seen that. Ex- sure. I've seen that label. But I've never seen that expression or that master distillers edition or why are your bottles numbered and, you know, those types of things. And then it starts a conversation. And then usually that person ends up signing up because they want to get it, too. And the cool part is if you're friends with people that are bottle of the month members, uh, everybody typically gets different things. Sometimes people get the same thing. But because of the availability and the distribution side of things, sometimes we have to mix it up. So if you're in California or you're in Washington, D.C. or you're in New York City. We're, we might all be a member of the single malt club, but we're all getting different expressions. And that makes it extra fun, too, because then you get to talk about what you got, what you like and, and what you enjoy. And I think what it also is doing is it's really building the palates and the flavor profiles of customers in a way that uh, they've never really done before. And now they have a tool that they can use on an ongoing basis. They have an access to content that continues to grow and they have a product, you know, essentially store that they can buy what they see when they see it. I would argue that it's 10 times better than a book club. <laughs> right? I would agree. It's a lot more fun. I, I mean, I'm agree. sure book clubs are great. Uh, my wife's part of a book club, but uh, a lot more fun and fascinating. So, Nick, a couple just kind of sidebar questions as we look to close. Uh What's your favorite cocktail? I know you've got a lot of, you represent a lot of great brands, so you don't have to name the brand, of course, but uh, on any given day, what's that cocktail that, that Nick Bazell is going to, going to call, call to order? Well, I mean, there are, there are a lot to choose from, uh, in the summertime, I'm a big margarita fan and I spent a lot of time, uh, this summer trying to figure out ways to make the margarita more interesting in the wintertime. I'm more of an old fashioned guy. And uh, I've also 
realized both through the help of Spirits Network and my own personal research that there are, you know, 70 plus ways to make an old fashioned uh, and different infusions and different ingredients that can make it taste very differently. And interestingly enough, I've also gotten into tiki, uh, which is an interesting uh, category. I had a friend of mine buy me a book on it and uh, and I didn't realize how in depth it could be. I feel like uh, my wife is probably going to need me to to build an expansion on the house so I can have a bar big enough to have all the ingredients you need for tiki. Uh, because even when you think you have them all, you're still missing something. Still working on it. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, you know, if, if I had to pick one, it would be the old fashioned. No doubt about it. And if you could pick anybody, dead or alive, someone famous or whoever, it could be, you know, a family member or whatever, but who would you have that one cocktail with and where would you want to have it? I mean, obviously we're all staying close to home, monitoring social distancing and all of the above, but let's, let's walk away from the pandemic. The vaccine's coming, thank God. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe a year from now we'll be back to a much better place, but uh, where would you have that cocktail and who would you have that cocktail with? Well, that's a good question, uh, and I and I had to think about this one, um, you know, because I have a lot of uh, people that I admire and, and respect. But it would have to be Frank Sinatra. Um, obviously, yeah. he's no longer with us, so even post pandemic, that's not possible. But uh, I'm a huge Frank Sinatra fan. Uh, I think he is an amazing entertainer and storyteller. And if you uh, listen to his music and have ever seen his live performances, most importantly. He's probably one of the only performers I know that could drink a glass of whiskey, smoke a cigarette, and sing at the same time. Um, and not only is that talented, but uh, he was just such a great uh, American icon of music and brought together so many different cultures of people. Uh, he was always on the forefront uh, of civil rights and, and making sure that people had the same opportunities that he did. Um, and also he, you know, had a great sense of humor and a demeanor about him that really just commanded the stage. And, uh, I enjoy his music as well. And so it would have to be Frank Sinatra and the location, you know, I would say would be somewhere Sinatra-esque, maybe the Copacabana, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Las Vegas or Atlantic city, uh, but somewhere where show business, uh, really was in the backdrop. And of course, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. could stop by and say hello as well, right? Right. So, and would you be wearing a tuxedo? Of course, you I would, mean, right? I think you'd have to be. I mean, I definitely would go shirt and tie for sure. Uh, you know, being being a work from home environment, we've been a little bit more casual than you than we're used to being. But it would be a give. It would be a good reason to get dressed up again. No doubt about it. Well, and Nick, on behalf of the Distilled Spirits Council. We just really want to raise a great toast to you, all your hard work over the last nine months, really setting up the platform. And for everybody, uh, the best gift that you could order is a Spirits Network uh, subscription to any close friend, because it's truly, truly a great platform to learn about spirits, live spirits in the proper way and do so in a responsible way. But at the same time, it's a gift that keeps on giving. So big cheers to you, Nick. Thank you. And thank you to the- look forward to working with you in 2021. And thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, you and the team. You've been wonderful. And uh, it's great to have a good friend and a good advocate. And uh, I appreciate you and the entire team. So cheers to you as well. Cheers. Cheers. The Spirited Advocate Podcast was brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on the show, 
or send us topic suggestions to cover, please contact us at podcast at distilledspirits.org. And please like and share these episodes. Your support is very appreciated.